Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they keeping the hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. What up, what up? It's your boy DJ Bugsy. Do It For Hip Hop podcast. This is the finals. 2021, it's good to be back on the Mickey Mickey mic. It's been a long time. I got to give a shout out to my engineer, Simi. I got my girl, Tiana, on the visuals. And I got my co-host for the night from the Wake Up Podcast, my bro from the P. You know what That's I mean? Right. South Philly in this bitch. You already know what it is. To my bro, Kurt. What it do, bro? Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> we in here like swimwear. It's your boy, Currency, from the Wake Up Call, Most Dangerous, Most Dangerous Podcast. I know that's right. I feel kind of weird being on this side, but I like it at the same time. Thank, yeah. Thanks for having me, brother, man. Oh, no no doubt. And before I get started, I do want to bring up, because it's been a while since I've been on this podcast, I do want to say rest in peace to Young Dolph, you know, um, one of the pioneers for the Memphis Sound. Um, we lost a great one. Um, shout out to everybody that was representing for him in the community. I also want to give a rest in peace shout out to Slim 400 and Cali, YG's protege, to everybody over there in Cali that's holding it down for the hip-hop culture. Right. Salute to y'all. That's the bad news, but season greetings to everybody. And I also want to say rest in peace to the 500-plus murders that we have in the city of Philadelphia. I'm praying that 2022 is a better year for us. We got to get over this hump, man. We got to start stop killing each other. That's real talk. But before we get into these topics, man, I want to say my disclaimer to all y'all niggas online that got on my case about my top five down south of all time. Oh, shit. Y'all niggas don't know hip-hop culture, and y'all don't know hip-hop. So I'm about to get into it. Matter of fact, before I get into mine, I'm going to let my man Kurt go because I got a lot of shit to say and I ain't trying to fuck shit up. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. He came right at y'all niggas. But my thing is this. When I think of down south, I don't know because I got peoples down south. So right. I always thought of the first place I always think of down south is Atlanta. Then I think of Houston. Then I think of Miami. Right? Absolutely. So my top five is strictly basically Atlanta except for one person. So... My top five of um, down south rappers all time. I always had a Mount Rushmore. Here we go. So number one, nine order, but mm-hmm. Tip Ti, okay, Ti the King, okay. You know what I'm saying? ATL all day. When so you think of ATL, you think of remember top lay back, lay back, You know what I'm saying? Tip next is Luda. Luda is the most. Um, how can I say this? Crafty, uh, crafty, creative, uh, creative. Uh, comedy addict, if that's a word you want to say, like mm-hmm. comedian-wise type of rapper. Luda, man, hold that shit down for years. Luda got a, his album turned to a goddamn restaurant. So you got to put him in that damn top five. Number three, number three, you can't not talk about Atlanta without talking about Jizzy. You cannot talk about Atlanta without boom, boom, clap. You cannot talk about Atlanta without <laughs> Young Jeezy. Jeezy, let me tell you how hard Jeezy was. I thought Jeezy was from New York the first year I knew him. Oh, like, for I, I ain't know he was from Atlanta. Yeah, from he don't sound like Atlanta rapper. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? That whole TM one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Spe- oh, by the way, TM three is the most slept on December album of all time. We can bet another time. Um, number four, um, the last rappers to won a Grammy of the Year. Outcast. 
can't never forget them. Mm-hmm. I put them together. That if that's yeah. cheating. Oh well, kiss my ass. Um, I put them together. Um, yeah, <laughs> I put Andre and Big Boy right there. You know, uh huh, baby. Never forget them. I'm done with Atlanta. Top off. Um, mm-hmm. the top five is my man Ross, okay. the boss, Ricky Rose. Oh, do I need to say more Maybach music and all that good stuff? Salute, salute. So listen, I'm going from five to one, and I, I got to go from that because this is the one artist that they really hated on. Number five is Ludacris. Disturbing the peace. Shout out to Shaka Zulu. Shout out to Jeff Dixon. They had a crazy run. He signed Chingy. He signed Bobby Valentino. Let's yeah. not forget his business acumen along with him being an artist. He went triple platinum twice. Right. He took a page from Missy and Busta Rhymes with the videos. Nobody has been as creative with videos like Ludacris from the South. Right. Period. So this is what people were saying. Like, well, what about T.I.? Well, what about him? You know what I mean? I never put T.I. over Luda. I never did. Lyrically, I never did it. You know what I'm saying? And I understand why you don't like Luda. He not talking that trap shit. He not talking about the dime trap. He not talking about the hoes like that. Mm. He talking about some other shit. And y'all niggas can't relate to the shit. When he did the the collaboration with DMX and then when he did Made You Look, he had the better verse. He bodied two New York niggas. What down South rapper know you know doing that? T.I. definitely never did that. You know what I'm saying? And the reason why I think T.I. could have been better, if he went to court that case, I feel like T.I. would surpass Luda, but because he did, that's what messed him up. That's what I'm He lost me. Rick Ross grabbed him. There's a lot of shit that T.I. lost on because of that. I hear you on that. I hear you on that. You get what I'm saying? I hear you, but we can't never forget the legacy of T.I. Oh, AT- no, I'm not going to forget the legacy the, the, of T.I. like... The movie, ATL. The ATL right there. Salute. So that, but I understand what you say. What Luda? You've got back to Luda, his acting skills. Luda is, let's be real, Luda is the damn South Will Smith. I can say that right there. I don't got a problem with that. Yeah, so Luda damn sure should be on that list. Absolutely. So then number four, I got Rick Ross, and people was coming at me. They don't think Rick Ross should be on there. They don't like his bars. I think that Rick Ross has been the most, one of the most consistent damn South rappers. He's on his 11th album. It just dropped. Damn, you on 11? 11th album, bro. Damn. 11. Like, come on. Art, rap artists don't make it to that. They, they just don't. don't. And still be solid. Yeah. And then he body, like, like just like I said about the Lemon Pepper, I feel like he would have bodied Drake if he had more time to rap. But Thanks. let's give it to Drake. Drake did his thing. I'm not going to say that. But you, he gave you meat. He gave you Wale. He gave you Dice Pineapples. Come on, man. Like, he gave you Stay Scheming. From 2012, 2010. BMF. To like, 2014. On, ain't nobody. But maybe Drake. But ain't nobody was fucking with Ross. No. No. Not his no. wordplay. And let's, and let's also take consideration, he was co-signed by Diddy and Jigga. Facts. Diddy and Jigga. Like heavyweights, bro. And they from up north. They not even from the south. Puffy was his manager, wasn't he? At one point, some shit uh, like that. It, nah, that's talking about. I think it. I think that was this talk. Yeah, I, I think that you. was this talk. Number you. three is Scarface, the Godfather of down south hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on now, Scarface, you got to give it up to Scarface. Ghetto Boys, Mind Playing Tricks on Me. You know what I mean? The Diary with one of my favorite down south rap albums of all time. You know what I mean? Like. And then he came out with Deeply Rooted in 2015, and that was a slept-on album. And this is this is during a time when you got people like Lil Baby, like Waka Flocka, mm. niggas that's killing shit that's of the new generation. And then number two is Andre 3K. Now, I know people to say he don't deserve it because he only got one solo effort. But this is my thing about people when they say that. Right. Talk His features. Him. Like, he body party against J. Cole with Beyonce. 
Facts. He came on a song with T.I. called Sorry and bodied him. Facts. He bodied um, Unk walk it, walk it Out when he talked about the long T-shirts. Facts. Like, he don't want to rap no more. Let that man be great. But the fans are still yearning for Andre 3K to this day, and he stopped rapping in 03. If anybody ever got a problem with Andre, they need to go listen to So Fresh, So Clean verse when he talked about Anne Frank. I'm just I'm simple to tell you right there. Right. Yeah. Like, come on. And now Love let me out. give it up to Big Boy. Big Boy is is underrated. Hell you know yeah. what I'm saying? He don't get the props he deserves. Because he's yeah. already, he's always under Andre 3K. So it's like, right. I gotta be on his level. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then number one, the one and only, Wheezy F Baby, Fireman, the nigga that gave you Drake, that gave you Nicki Minaj, Facts. that gave you Dedication 1, 2, and 3, that had the best mixtape run ever, ever. over Fabulous, anybody, 50 Cent, Dipset, I don't care what nobody say, nobody to me <laughs> had a better mixtape run than Wheezy. That's my top five. See, I can't put Wayne, I don't look at Wayne as a South rapper. What he you from, mean? He from, he from, New, from New, Orleans. New Orleans. I know, but he's so internationally known that I don't like put him in that category for to. some damn reason. I don't like, know I can't why, put but Jay he's from in the New South. Yorks. Yes, like, you do. I can't. He's from Brooklyn. They so damn. It's, I put them in like world. Like that's world. Like I think when you mm-hmm. like put them in their groups, like they just like stand they out from by themselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's my top five. I can't do it, Wayne. All right, but look, let's let's. But that was a good it. one though. Thank you. Now we going versus. Let's Salute go. to Swiss Beats and my man uh, Timberland. Like, the platform they created for us during the pandemic, it really kept me entertained throughout 2021 and 2020. But I definitely got to do the top five. I'm going to let you go first. All right, bet, bet. Here goes my verses right here. Number five. I'm going to start at the end. Number five. Big Daddy Kane versus KRS-One. People are sleeping on the greatness of Big Daddy Kane. Mm-hmm. Big Daddy came first thing first when they was doing the verses and they had like the, I don't want to say older people because I don't want no smoke but when they was doing like the Patty LaBelle's and when I was like oh yo they ever do 80s rap they gotta do Big Daddy King and Rock Kim man they ain't give me Rock Kim but, but I, take, I take that one right. I take that one Big Daddy Kane is slept on all these verses are supposed to basically educate the younger viewers to the people that are slept on and give them their flowers so Big Daddy King damn sure deserve his flowers so that's um number five number five number four back to flowers EVE versus Trina. Y'all in Philly forgot how number one, Eve is the number one female um, rapper to come out of Philly. Hands down. Y'all forgot about Eve. Stop sleeping on Eve. Yo, man. They stop, stop it. it Eve, did Eve win the Grammy? Or, I know she at least <laughs> yeah, nominated. She won, no, she won Grammy. She did More win the Grammy. More than one. More than one. EVE, double R, what? Be, uh, don't make me even get started. And I, I might be biased because. Eve is like the ideal woman I want in my life. She's just the perfect <laughs> Philly woman. She's so damn fine. Bombshell. Oh, my God. I'm still mad she married. But anyway, and she pregnant. Anyway, but I'm still mad. Anyway, three. Mm-hmm. Three. <laughs> this one funny to me. Keith Sweat versus <laughs> Bobby Brown. Yo, that was a funny. That got to be the number one for funniest verse. Hell yeah. Because Bobby Brown was out of breath the whole time. It sure was. It was like that nigga smoked a whole pack of cigarettes before he came on the stage. <laughs> the new porkies. <laughs> Not like, the new porkies. But that show, I learned. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't know about them like that. Right. But I learned that I see why... I was probably conceived because of Keith Sweat, <laughs> Arnie freak ass. I see um, probably one of my old aunties, what they was into back in the day. That damn boy. I see that. Talking about your body. Yo, yeah, I see that. Mm-hmm. Number two. When you said that was the funniest, I think this one I'm about to say is the funniest. Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy. Oh, my that God. That shit was hilarious. Yo, bro. I ain't never see 
I think Soldier Boy, and I love when Soldier Boy would be like, I was the first rapper. Soldier Boy was the first yeah, rapper that would start bring out people on 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 verses. Mm-hmm. He was the first one. Facts. I see him bring. Oh, he, did he bring out Montana? Now first in verse, he bring out Montana to play the damn song three times. It was funny as hell. But when he brought out Romeo on Bow Wow, that shit was the craziest thing ever. <laughs> and, I, and, Bow, and Romeo said his four damn songs, except for IDCC College, that nobody else know. But yeah, that, that was funny as hell. And number one, you already know. I don't need to say more. The rebirth and the reintroduction of the most underrated rapper in hip-hop history. We're talking about Jay Da all right? Jada Kiss, The Locks versus Dipset was the best one. Yes, we all seen like the greatness of Jada Kiss. Y'all been slipping on but the greatness of Jada Kiss. Jada Kiss will eat do. you out, spit you out, and kick you out do. the same damn time. So that's my top five. All right. That's a good one. Shout out to Dipset, too. Oh, yeah. So my number five is Erica Badu and Jill Scott. Salute to the queens, yes, bro. Yes. When I seen Erica Badu doing her little thing way before it even started, she had all this stuff in the background. Jill Scott was just sitting in her crib doing her ones and twos with the big ass light. Jill Scott is one of the most beautiful women I ever seen in my life. Hell yeah. And when she do her antics on stage about how she give it up, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she she gave a little little testers of that in the verses, but we knew where it was going to go. You know what I'm saying? I she had, and she was chilling so so gracefully with her wine and just, she just such a woman, man. Salute to Jilly from Philly. Facts. Number four is Curtis One and Big Daddy Kane. The, my favorite part of that verses is when they brought out Mad Lion and Channel Live and all those people that you ain't seen for so long, nice and smooth. Like, that shit fucked me up, bro. Like, I'm like, yo, this is what it's about. Remember the 80s. Late yes. 80s. Oh, my God, bro. You. And number three is Earth, Wind, and Fire versus the Osley Brothers, bro. I just, when I seen Ronald Osley with that fur on and that gray beard... I just was like, look how, look how, look at him, man. Like, after all these fucking years, this nigga still out here crushing it. My, and then you had Steve Harvey doing his ones and twos. And D-Nice on the, like, bro, that that versus was well orchestrated and well put together. I understand why my mom and her, my aunties probably threw panties at home on the stage. Yes, and I understand why when old people say, that's real music. Yeah. That's real music. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, number two is Gucci Mane and Jeezy. Now, <laughs> let me get to this about Gucci Mane, because this is th- I got to go back to my top five, because they got me. Well, why Gucci Mane ain't in your top five? For one, bro, his discography is in and out. I don't, mm-hmm. it's nothing that captivates me like that. Yeah. That's where he's lacking at. I get who he put on, but your, your, your catalog is where you missing me. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So I can't do that. And then you had the jail stunt too. So it's just like, y'all dudes got to stop giving these dudes credit. Just like when they right. said Chief Keith is the, the godfather of drill music. It's like, bro, what about King Louie? Because King Louie did a lot of shit before Chief right, Keith. Right. Uh, quiet as kept. People ain't going to say it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but the verses, a lot of people were sitting on Jeezy because they felt like he got punked. But I felt like he stood like a real man. Grown up. He was on some he grown He stood shit. like a grown man. I own half of the land. And nigga, I own this and own that. What we really talking about? Facts. You killed the bull, okay. Facts. That's what you, if I got money in your head, that's what you going to do. If right. that's the way it's going to go down. Right, right. But that's not going to take away from my legacy. Nah, nah, And he all. got too many hits, bro. Jeezy just got too many hits when Facts. it comes to Gucci. Facts. His music is on another level. That's past Atlanta hits. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I, I think, like, so I got cousins down south. They always told me that um, 
They always told me that Gucci Man mm-hmm. is like they understand Gucci Man so much because they relate to them. The same right. reasons why we can like they don't relate to like they don't relate to Jay mm-hmm. because they don't relate to Jay because Jay not one of them. Right. And I'd be like, I can't relate to Gucci because he's not one of me. So I understand the crap, but like mm-hmm. I think is that whole situation. Jeezy should have been a grown man about that. Like, Facts. I mean, I mean, Jeezy was. I'm talking was. about Gucci should have been. Exactly. But, but if I had to pick the, my favorite verses of all time, mm-hmm. is Rest in Peace to X and Snoop. They, that joint was like a heavyweight battle. Yeah, that it was. joint was like. And you know what? It too, not only that, it just gave us something that we seen from X before his, pa- his passing. You Facts. know what I'm saying? And speaking of X, happy birthday to DMX. You know what I'm saying? Today is officially right. his birthday. My dog. But my number one is the Locks versus Dipset. And I knew the Locks was going to win. I know a lot of people was like, Dipset was going to win, but I already knew the Locks was going to win way before the verses. For I real? Kept, yeah. I, because I, the Locks are trained by Diddy. They yeah. was on tour with Diddy. Yeah. So you know he made that Diddy call. Yeah. Like, y'all got to do this and y'all got to do that. And and Jada Kiss was so prepared. He had a freestyle. Jules Santana laying on the beach chair. Right. Cameron was... kicking styles. Right. Like, they were so with the antics, but they wasn't with the music. And they was lip singing. The problem with And the... then he got booed. Cameron got booed at MSG. What's the chances of that? You supposed to be the godfather of Harlem, Facts. but you getting booed at Madison Square Garden. My thing is, they were so focused. So, like you said, about Kiss being prepared. Mm-hmm. Kiss came and did what he had to do. Right. Cameron and them were so focused on being, like, doing the funny crap and trying to, like, start a show and being, like, bringing, like, trying to mess up your mental when exactly. you should have been focused on the rap. Right, right. That was the problem with them with that whole situation. And Jada, like, yo, I'm going to kill you with them bars. That's right. But I did have... Dipset versus you had Dipset first. Yeah, I did. I did. Nah, bro. Because I, nah, I don't know bro. why, but you right about that, Diddy John. No, you right bro. about that. He made that call, bro. Yeah, yeah. If one person can teach you about being having stage pressing, it's, it's Puffy. Diddy. It's Puffy. It's yeah. Diddy. I see. And just strategically, what songs you gotta yep. play at this time? Yeah. Because Dipset DJ was fucking up. Facts. Facts. He was. He didn't. Then they didn't do Jewel Santana and Chris Brown. That was a big record. You're talking about um, back to the crib. Yeah. Like, I'm like, where is Jewel Santana and Chris Brown's song? Yeah, yeah. They wasn't, he they didn't wasn't do prepared. It. They wasn't prepared. They I was so it. disappointed in Jewel's, because I think Jewel's is top five most underrated rap ever, too. He's yeah. up there. Yeah. He's up there. Yeah. He's up there. I was disappointed in that. But look, man, I got the indie artist spotlight up next, man. I do appreciate you coming. We didn't get a chance to get to the Philly joint, gotcha. but that's cool. We on a time-constrained schedule, man. We got my man Drippy Global up next. This is DJ Bugsy, Door for Hip Hop Podcast. This your boy DJ Bugsy, Door for Hip Hop Podcast. We got the first segment, Indie Artist Spotlight. I got my man Drippy Global representing Ohio to the fullest. Welcome to the podcast, bro. What up, what up, Philly? What it do, man? I'm glad to be here, man. Appreciate it. You already know. All right, so you got the new single out called Uncle Hillfinger. Let's talk about that first. And <laughs> yeah, then we're going to talk about your clothing line. He said Uncle Hillfinger. <laughs> I said it wrong? I did? <laughs> it was just funny how you said it. He said Uncle Hillfinger. This <laughs> <laughs> because of Philly of me, right? Probably, probably, for sure. Because, <laughs> you know, they be... That's twi- a fact. They be, they, be, they be saying we sound like we from Maryland sometimes. Like, people from other parts of the country say we sound like we from Maryland. They be saying I sound like country, like um, like Kentucky. Like, <laughs> oh, shit, Kentucky? Not Damn. like... Well, no, nah, like, they're different Kentucky, though. You got, okay. You got yeah. to... You, you know how I go. I can't right, get right. all that, but, you yeah. Know. So let's talk about the first... That single that you got going out. Tell me how that came about. Because uh, the first thing I thought about was clothes. But I didn't get the uncle correlation with Hillfinger. I just thought of Tommy Hillfinger. So, I didn't. 
you know, I got mm-hmm. an uncle. Okay. Um, long story short, mm-hmm. um, he always was like, you know, okay. that dude. And um, right. he always had to, you know, it was in the Tommy Hilfiger era. I mean, after that too, but that mm-hmm. that era, right? Which is like what the '90s, you know, to the 2000s. Or, okay, it probably was before that too. But for me, I was born in the '90s, so that's all I can know. But yeah, it kind of was like he's like my idol for real because he was he self made. Like you don't know too many people that get it out the mud and yeah, and like help their people get it out the mud too. So he was always the uncle. Mm-hmm. That was fresh in the Tommy, you know. Yeah, gold, Tommy. Gold yeah. necklaces back then and stuff, and he had the figures. Okay. So that's why in the bar it said, uh, uh, um, "That's that shit that Uncle Rick taught," because it's like you know. But I can, you know, I said Uncle Hill figure to him, you know what I mean? So okay, that's what it came about. Yeah. And then, then you got me, mm-hmm. you know, little protege. Right. So it's like, you see what they was doing in the windows and woo, 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 yeah, you know. So it came about like that, and that's how it just. Mm-hmm. Came into a whole picture of, you know, mm-hmm. for like Tommy on the hill getting real figures. I might have a suck up one of the little niggas, you know. The whole mechanism of just, you know, mm-hmm. looking out for the homies too, you know what I mean? Facts. You know, so That's just built it man. up. I like that. And now, this is 50 names you top 10 independent artists to watch in 2021. When right. you first got that news, how did it make you feel? Uh, shit, I had to refresh. I like refresh the page and shit. Like, hold up. Because <laughs> I got an email. I'm like, what the fuck? Go to the thing. Right. You know how to be spam? Like that we have spam. Yeah. Like once you on a playlist and the playlist to have uh, Jay Z on the front, and you click it. It's just some fake talking about sign up fifteen ninety nine whatever. So I click the thing, go to it, mm-hmm. and my um, creative director hit me up. Okay. Like, Yo, you see the email? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, nigga, that's real. I'm like, I know now, but I was sitting there refreshing it because you get played out here. So I'm like, damn. Yeah, so absolutely. me being from Ohio. Mm-hmm. And just seeing that, yeah, and just you know, everybody want to see their face on the billboards in New York or just be known right. by someone in New York, you know, LA, you know, the big areas. This where it started at was up this way, so yeah, it was just was dope for real. Ain't no one in my city ever did nothing like that. They never did nothing like this. <laughs> now, what's now? Let's speaking on Ohio because I definitely want to touch on Cleveland and the roots of hip hop culture in Cleveland. But what actually, what city are you from? I'm from Zanesville, Ohio. Okay, Zanesville. So, you know, Zanesville, yeah. like, an hour from Columbus type. Okay. Shit, you know, so. Okay. City of the, you know. That's where everyone come to the trap, you know. people. Really? Yeah, like, it's, it's it's crazy. Like, it's where the zoo animals got loose at. Oh, Where all the shit. lions and the tigers and the monkeys and all that shit happened. <laughs> so, you know, them niggas was trapping too. You know what I'm saying? Shit. <laughs> it's crazy. You got the animals. You get all type of shit down there. That shit you know is I mean? crazy, bro. Get all type of weird shit down there. It's crazy. So let's talk about Cleveland a little bit. Let's talk about Hyatt, but this is specifically Cleveland. We just seen Bone Thugs do a versus with Three Six Mafia and your boy Busy Bone was really a really extra in it. So he's always been to me extra even before this. Mm-hmm. But was you growing up looking at them and saying, "Damn, like they if they can make it, I can make it." And what's you well, what's your thoughts on the verses? What was crazy mm-hmm. is the first half of your question when you said when I was growing up, they used to be in my city a lot. Really? Yeah, like, cause of my like my uncle, mm-hmm. one of my other uncles, like, um, my my other uncle got some ties to Raekwon. I don't know Raekwon the chef. Yeah, like yeah. their their um family somehow, but right. I don't get in all that. I don't, yeah, you know, cause I like to do my own thing. But um, they used to all be in Zanesville back in the day, like okay. running around and shit. Right. One of the Bone Thugs is from Columbus too, I think. Yeah, he so is. I think like, it's Wishbone. It's literally like. 
45 minutes to an hour up the road. So Okay. Um, but on the versus side, I'm like, no disrespect. Like these niggas is like 80. And these niggas is out there <laughs> getting it in. This nigga threw the whole mic. He said they 80. I just seen, I think it was one with the afro, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, he threw the mic. I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> But it just was crazy because <laughs> they so old. Right. Like, you don't see that on, I mean, you see it on the streets, but it'd be from like geekers and shit. You don't see no regular older oh, folks, man. 50, right. 60, talking about nigga. Put your hands up. Right. It just was crazy. I'm right. just like, damn. Right. I didn't watch the whole thing though, but who won? Who won the. I mean, I think Bone won, me personally. But I do. Bone, bone, the reason bone. why I think Bone won is because just. They brought out Little Easy E. Then he brought out Lil John. Like they just had. But the only thing when they brought out Weezy, that that screwed me up. When they when Three Six Mile brought out Weezy, I was done. I was like, Yo, that's fucking Weezy. Right. <laughs> like that was that was for me. Like wow, that's crazy. Right. But I think Bone won. I think Bone overall they just a better group than I, Three Six Mile. But it's I it's hard. Really... It's not it's not like a landslide. If not by no stretch of the imagination. Because yeah. Three Six Mafia did a lot for the game. Facts, but Bone got them. Yeah, Bone got they some got shit. They got them slappers. I ain't they do, count. they do. Bro. I was a little, you know, I I couldn't keep up, but you know, I <laughs> yeah, was, they was fast, was bro. Niggas had my little noggin bobbing, you know what I'm saying? So definitely, um, Ohio though, definitely, um, mm-hmm. they definitely like put us on the map for sure. Oh yeah, they did for sure, for it's, sure. That's a fact. So definitely, yeah. um, definitely yeah. inspiration. Definitely mm-hmm. was able to mm-hmm. let you know it's real. You know what right. I mean? So. Now talk about. I want to get into your clothing line, and the world shall drip forever. How did that name come about? And I think that that's a new generation thing because mm-hmm. a lot of old heads don't like saying drip. Yeah, niggas, niggas got jokes and shit. <laughs> they be saying all type of crazy shit, but really it's just like it's it's the new wave, you know. You yeah, drippy, you know. Right. You see, like it was. This was before, like, and this ain't. Shouting them down, I mean, uh, putting them down or nothing. Like mm-hmm. this was before the gunner and little baby wave. You know what I'm saying? Right. I used to go by follow my drip. Okay. So the world should drip forever kind of came out of just like, like shit, drippy trying to take over the world. So out I like outside that. of just yeah. it being um, something like mm-hmm. anybody could say the world is mine, the world is yours, or something. I kind of want like. Creating my own universe, you know what I'm saying? So I like that. You know, you come to the drippy verse, get mm-hmm. drippy, drip forever. You know what I mean? Come get fly. You know what yeah. I mean? My one, you know. Yeah. You know, you know how it be. So was that me. always as an artist? Because you know, I think a lot of artists always has that extra side of them that we don't see that's creative, like yourself. Because yeah. you have music, but you also have clothing. Yeah. Was that always a space that you was in? When you started writing your first verses, was that always something that you thought of? Like because you was, was dripping yourself, or I was yeah, like everybody or because of your me, uncle. Nah, 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 nah. That this part was me. Like okay. play to win is inspired by my uncle. The company, you know, the okay. name of it is inspired by my uncle because that's what you know. He used to you know have it on his license plates and shit back in you know back in them days. Niggas back in used days. to I not not I not like crews used to do that. You know yeah, you know how it be, but um. The um, it was like I was always, I always be like dressing fly, like you know, right? Like the type of city I'm from. Mm-hmm. If you ain't regular weekday shit, you mm-hmm. got regular chill shit, you know, mm-hmm. right? Nike suits or just some sweats with a match, you know. Yeah. But like niggas nowadays, you see the new drip is comfy shit, athleisure vibes. You got the Saint Laurent and all the crazy shit too. Yeah. But, 
on the regular side, look at the um, mm-hmm. look at the spider suits, you know, Thug and them got. Look at the um, mm-hmm. Milano, you know what I mean? That yes. Meek and them was was when he yeah. was with old girl, they was yeah. running at us. Shout out got, to Milano. You got um, nine years in. You got a lot of different brands, man, and mm-hmm. like so. I just always knew how to. I was never afraid to be like a little mix and match, you know, do some shit like. Nowadays, if it's all new, it's cool. Like you mm-hmm. can be, you can have purple, yellow. If that shit hitting, it's hitting. It's hitting. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's how I always was like, man. When I get right, I want to build my own um, apparel brand and stop buying. Um, Why well, make Nike rich if I can make myself rich? They already rich. So I keep spending sixty, seventy dollars on a hoodie and a pair of bottoms. I can make my own and do the same thing. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I ain't Nike, but. Right. It will be, you know what I'm saying? Facts. That's the goal. So, you got to speak it into existence. Yeah. So I just always wanted to be that. Mm-hmm. I, and, hold on. I always wanted to be the first from where I'm from, first of all, because I noticed like, damn, we ain't got no good mall. Mm-mm. We ain't really got the, we got to drive an hour away to get a fitted cap. You know mm. what I mean? To get. Right. Like, it's, it's, it's wild. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. You got to like, we don't get the new J's. Right. We, we do, but we, we get don't. them late. You could say that, but sometimes we don't get them at all. Most of the time, we like we we got one shoe store in our mall now. So then you gotta go on StockX.com and all you those gotta, sites yeah, to so it's get like, trade and bid on. So on why not be put that in your city? Already put it digitally because that's where the world going anyway. Facts. Like all that shit's about to be NFTs yeah, and all that. Everything about that. That's what yeah. I was just telling homie in the lobby. Like yeah, that's what my company is a transmedia company. That's where you know. It, Stories are told digitally. You feel me? It's like right. digital dope. You know what I mean? So, yo, oh, man, this shit, yeah, this shit, metaverse and all this shit that's happening is is, is crazy, bro. But I wanted to ask you, man, because we we definitely lost a great one, Virgil, and mm. he created his home universe. So, does he? What does he inspire about you? And when you see Kanye West become make more money as a person that's in the fashion world as opposed to the hip hop world, does that make you want to focus on fashion more? Because without Yeezy, he wouldn't have became a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? So I want to know from you, do you lose passion for music? Because it seems like clothing, it takes off quicker, especially if you already a name or especially if you do it like Virgil did it. What's your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, yeah, there definitely is more money mm-hmm. in the clothing and Today's time, because there's more ways for people to make money to afford the clothing. Like, the internet's revealing people in the clothing. Like, man, I see myself in that shit. I'm going to go. You know you know how trends start. Right. And um, the one thing I liked about Virgil was, um, mm-hmm. R.I.P. to Virgil, too. Um, yeah, that definitely true. was random as hell. It was. It was like, I had just random. seen a little random clip of him. and It was him, Travis Scott. Someone else, mm-hmm. um, like a little clip that was like you could tell it was leaked. Like someone that was with him, like you know, yeah, did it, yeah. Like it, maybe they knew, you know what I mean? Like this is it, but you could tell that they. Well, he might have been meeting with them to tell them. So I like that mm-hmm. he got his message across with, um, without having to talk about it. You know, he he just produced. That's it. He the, didn't do a lot of talking. Yeah, like in the vision, like you know, he would post. Say for example, it'd be a new. Um, Capsule about to drop. The mm-hmm. stuff that he's doing, like you never really see him talking in his in his stuff. He's no. just working, doing things. You see yeah. people working, doing things. So yeah. I like how his art expressed um, a fact of like everything told a story, mm-hmm. and it, it 
it followed up when, you know, when something else dropped, it followed with it. With know? the story, yeah. So, you know, when Off-White first came out, people were like, what the fuck is this All shit? Off-White, right. And then it's like, oh, I get it. Like, this is, he's telling you what it is. You know what exactly. I mean? He's telling you the story. So when you pay attention to the art, the messages on the shirt, you know, his billboards and stuff be so basic, but fire. It right. just have a message on it, you know, and the signs be right in front of you. So it's like, yeah, it just, I don't know, it, it, it's just deep. But then with the Kanye side of it, mm-hmm. that really made me realize, like, because I started realizing, like, man, the Pyrex 23, all these things. Um, mm-hmm. Remember the clothing line when Kanye dropped, when he had all, like, the, like, the, um, it was, like, kind of, like, su- not suit and tie-ish, but it wasn't streetwear. Yeah. It was, like, more casual. Casual wear. Yeah. I remember um, that. Like, the, I think it was the college drop, right? Like, all that stuff was a buildup. So everything they're doing right now, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, Donda been a thing. We just wasn't paying attention to what they've been talking about Donda. But I just caught the thing. I'm just, it's crazy. (laughs) So it's like, kind of teaches you like, damn. Right. Like They can do it. Why can't you do it? You got to study. You know, you got to study the right motherfuckers, though. You do. Can't just scroll on the gram and and want to go viral out here doing crazy. Like, you really got to. People want to really get to know who you are, so you got to reveal your talent. That's a fact. You know what I mean? Speaking of viral, and this is my last question, why do you think this generation is so obsessed with having the viral bug as opposed to us coming from the 90s? And I'm not trying to, you know, take down the newer generation, go old rappers and new rappers, Mm. but I feel like this generation is obsessed with the viral bug as opposed to our generation was obsessed with talent, cadence, wordplay, making sure that the engineer and the producer is lining up with the music instead of grabbing beats off of YouTube. I just felt like the lazy route is of this generation, but of our route, we worked harder. What's your thoughts on that? Um, that's a good question. And I'm fried. And I'm fried like a... <laughs> Like a, um, he said, "A fried." Yeah. I understand, bro. It's, when you fried, I, the process. I think the obsession is like, I mean, you, you could say the money, you know, to get you paid. It, it may get you paid, not always, because yeah, every time you go viral, you don't get paid. Yeah, like I be telling, like when I was at the BT Awards in 2019, I seen YouTubers looking for ride home, like rides home. I'm like, what the fuck going on? <laughs> and my homie was telling me, like, right. see what I'm saying? It ain't always what it looked like. Right. So I'm like, boom. So I think the obsession is like the attention of just. Being like, you ever seen somebody that was like a dog at sports in high school and they just, 20 years later, they still uploading their highlights, talking about, yeah, and they <laughs> they walk into certain places and people's like, oh, hey, it's such and such. So right. I think the obsession is like walking yeah. out into the world, walking into the mall, mm-hmm. doing like and wanting people to be like, oh, this is, this That's is Bugs. Yeah, right. this is Bugs, bro. He out here. He's just the dude that. And instead of just being like, like thinking about, the bigger picture of like, okay, yeah, if I can get this to go, mm-hmm. like now build something out of it or already have something built to where like company, uh, have a plan, you know right. what I mean? Just yeah. a plan to be like, okay, well, if I can do this and make this amount without having to do no crazy, trying to gain attention, just be yourself, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Thanks. Nobody thinks that the way the peer pressure is these days, that's not cool. Like everybody mm-hmm. trying to be somebody else. And that's why I don't, it never makes sense. Like, why are you doing it like that? Just be, you just a better be individual as you are than trying to be like, homie, over here. You know what I'm saying? Like, he gonna be looking at you like, 
I can't wear a purple do-rag no more. This nigga wore a purple do-rag seven days in a row because he seen me get a thousand likes with it. Right. Just be the craziest shit. So it's yeah. like, am I supposed to be cussing on here? You can cuss. Oh, all right, cool. Um, I'm high, see? Um, <laughs> but it just... Yo, funny. I don't know, man. You get the picture. Oh, I get it. So I get it. I answered that a little bit. But, Lid, tell the people how they can get your music. Also, definitely sound about the website, how they can get your clothes, because that's very important. And I'm definitely going to support that clothing line. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I, I'm going to ship it out to you. you know, oh, still, I appreciate that. We're still in the... Um, yeah. Uh, Production process. I uh, was uh, smoking and dropped a little fire. Sorry, I was fucking. I was fucking around. Dropped a little fireball on the kneecap. But um, so Yo, look at me everywhere. Drippy Global. You know what uh-huh. I mean. Spotify, Instagram, everything. Mm-hmm. Just Google it. It's gonna pop up. Um, play the win INC. That's my transmedia company. The first black-owned transmedia company in Ohio. Any artist that's trying to get heard, hit the Spotify playlist. Instagram growth. Any companies, any brand kits, uh, brand revamps. I love um, it. Any artist, anybody, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Book the consultation. That's that. You know, we're doing it big with that. And then um, the worship drift forever. You know what I mean? Same name as on Instagram. The worship drift forever. You get that everywhere. First drop just dropped. Sold out in three days. Um, next capsules in the works. Mm-hmm. Um, the pre-order sold out. I mean, excuse me. But yeah, as far as that go, man. Mm-hmm. Open Hill Figure, Rolling Stone out now. Doing numbers. We'll stream that YouTube. Everywhere, watch the video. More shit coming, new single on the way. You know what I'm saying? Be on the lookout for that. You heard the man, Ohio, stand up. It's your boy, DJ Bugsley. Shout out to my bro, Drippy Global. I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and follow Dope Hip Hop Pod on all streaming platforms. You already know what it is. Keep it where you got it. Keep it hip hop. Peace. All right, it's your boy DJ Bugsy, Dwarf Hip Hop Podcast, Indie Artist Spotlight. I got Little Danny representing West Philly, Five Deuce up in this joint. You know what I'm saying? West Philly always bring the, the, some of the good spitters, the history of hip hop. So I'm going to let him do his thing. So I want to talk about how you got started. But before we do that, I, seen, I heard your music, man, and I really liked it. I like the fact that you collaborated with a lot of dope people like Core. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to Leaf Ward. You know what I'm saying? So tell me, because based on what I've what I've witnessed or what I've researched, you started to go hard the last two years. So tell me why now is the time for you, for the world to know who Little Danny is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I just feel like it all came together at the right time. Like Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I just got a feeling like like it's time for it to blow right now. Like. That's what's yeah, up. Yeah, so yeah. I got that feeling and I just kept going hard. I just ain't stopped ever since. Right. Yeah. And what you do you feel like the people and your peers and people like your, your crew out there also have been showing you love and supporting and throwing you up? Because you know, a lot of times it's hard for friends to throw us up on social media. Like, why do I gotta throw your song up there? Why I gotta throw your video up there? Yeah. What what's what's your what's been your receive receiving on that on that end? I feel like people is they like more into it than they was, like mm-hmm. because they see my work ethic. Okay. So the harder I go, the more, like the more willing they is to do it. Yeah. That's a fact. And you got your manager over here. Yeah. <laughs> now, so tell me about what role you play in his career, bro. Because I know you reached out to me. Oh yeah. Um, I just like believe like he's like a motivational, inspirational artist. So my okay. my my goal is like to push him out there. You know what I'm saying, make sure people see who he is. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think we got the whole hub behind us. We got yeah. the whole city behind us. That's it. Make some good music for the people. That's it. That's what we're right. trying to do. 
Right. So what inspired you to do the management role? Because I know managing artists can be very hard. I actually wouldn't I actually did it myself before. Right. And it's a tough job, especially when they're young uh-huh. and you tell them to get up by a certain time or you tell them like, you know, I got deadlines to meet, we gotta be in the studio. How has your relationship now? What? How did your relationship start? Did it start with music? Uh, you from like you from the same neighborhood, so like mutual friend. That's okay. Yeah, but I say like I'm just I was a fan first and foremost. Like music, like you said, I listen to it, inspire me, motivate me. You know what I'm saying so. Okay. I just wanted the people get the same effect I get from it. So you know what I'm saying so if I can help, yeah. why not? You know what I'm saying. Right. So. Right. Right. Now you got that project. Now there's one particular song that I that really stuck out for me, bro, and I and I want to I want you to expound on it, and I'm about to pull it up. It's called "Live It Up." Tell me about "Live It Up," cause when I heard "Live It Up," I'm like, listen, yeah. that's how you had me on my joint, like you know what I'm saying. And I feel like what's been going on with the pandemic, everybody's upset, you know, the money, losing yeah. money, getting money, people, businesses going down, business going up, but you still got to live it up. Yeah. So tell me about the message you were trying to convey in that song, because I really like that song. Uh, it was just about, mm-hmm. like, ups and downs in life. Like, yeah. you just got to be yourself through it all and then pray everything turn out, like, turn out for the best. Yeah. You feel me? Thanks. That's, that's so, what I was speaking on with like the motivation, inspiration. That's what I like. I hear in his music. You feel me? That's why I'm a fan. That's why I want to push it. Yeah. Other people and all that. You know what I'm saying? Inspiring the people. Right. Right. So you inspire people, but who inspire you? I inspire myself too. <laughs> For yes, real? My manager inspired me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell me about that. But but everybody inspires somebody. But it's like it's someone you look to. Like damn, I'm going to do it better than that nigga. You feel me? I look up to like Future, one of my favorite artists. Really? Yeah. I don't see that in you. Future Wayne. I (laughs) I see Wayne, but not Future. No, not Future. I listen to everybody though, but like Future, his music touched me. Okay. It's a lot of artists that like that I look up to though. Okay. But yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Why Future though? What's so special about Future? I'm just saying. Uh, I like him. It's like he got a lot of emotions like in his music. Okay. Like, not just the popping ones. You got to go deep into his, like, in his playlist, like, <laughs> uh, and really listen to his story. Right. So it's like, he from the hood. Yeah. He did it. Right. And he just speak his life in his music. That's fair. And that's what yeah, you do. And he be having fun with it. So, yeah. Let's talk about G5 and Leaf Ward. Shout out to Leaf Ward. I think Leaf Ward is is super talented, a brother. That needs really no introduction. The things that he's doing right now for the culture in Philly is, is, is astronomical. Yeah. But I want to talk about your relationship and how that G5 song came about. Um, mm-hmm. We don't... I don't know. Me and Leaf, like, mm-hmm. we know each other. We friends. Right. Uh, But you know, like, he on a whole nother level now. So yeah. it's not as easy to get in contact with him. You feel me? Yeah. So, so he be reading your text messages and he'll be responding? Yeah, so, but I, I don't trip on shit like that. Okay, You feel yeah, me? Because right. I know, like, I'm busy now. And you feel me? If he, yeah. if he beyond me, then I know his life is crazy. Like, Facts. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then but, y'all did the issues freestyle. Yeah, the issues, John. That's when he was like... Mm-hmm. That's before he really caught his big wave. Like, okay. yeah, he was still hanging around. We just linked up, like, yo, let's go to the studio. Let's do this joint. Yeah. yeah. So it was like that. Right. Yeah. Right. Did he give you any advice coming up? Like, what you got to look for? Or, you know, the, the snakes in the grass? Like, what was some of the words? We that never really dr- had any that kind of deep conversations about 
Yeah, like music or nothing like that. Okay. Yeah, do you got any OGs from West Philly that do be dropping gems on you and what they be telling you? I I just learn from other people's mistakes. I mean, I got people that call me and tell me like uh-huh. to keep me on point, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like yeah, I just learn from other people. Okay, I just watch and yeah. I learn. Yeah. Okay. Now let me ask you this: Now that you really starting to buzz and people are really starting to pay attention, you got a song with Core. How did yeah. the song with Core come about? I reached out to Core. Any um, respect? Yeah, I asked That's him. Dope. Yeah, so I asked him about. Mm-hmm. The feature, I think I emailed him. Okay. Uh, a couple days later, I went in there. We knocked it out. In a couple of days, y'all did it. And you talked to him, and then 48 hours later, yeah. he was in the studio with him? <laughs> yeah. Yo, shout out to Core. That's some it was humble like, shit, bro. It was like, no, like, I need to do this joint ASAP. Right. Like, yeah, so. Man, that's crazy, bro. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. That mean they like you. That's what that mean. Because yeah. everybody not doing it. You feel nah. me? I know that make you feel good, like you doing something right. Yeah. Did you ever have a point in your life as an artist where you felt like you wasn't doing it right? And who stirred you to Yeah, definitely. Like do it right. I feel like when he came in, that's that's when I started doing stuff right. Really? Like before I was just making music, I stopped rapping for three months. I'll make a song, drop a John. Like, no, this ain't working. <laughs> this was like I like I ain't really know what I was doing. I just right. thought I was just supposed to make songs and it supposed to blow up. And then, yeah. It's, yeah, it's way more pieces than that. Facts. Yeah. Facts, facts. Well, salute to your manager, man. Yeah. So what's next for you, man? Like, what what you got lined up? What are you doing for the holidays, for one? For two, what you got lined up for 2022? We got to talk about the project. about to drop. You want to drop a project? Yeah, I'm about to drop, mm-hmm. drop my album, uh, Deeper Than Money. Deeper Than Money? Yeah. What that title mean? Album. That's deep. <laughs> It's just like, like everything I've been through, like, right, uh, like the whole purpose behind the music is not for the money, it's for, it's for the people, for real. Mm, yeah, interesting. So it's like to inspire and all that. Right, yeah. motivation. Yeah. And so, when is the project coming out? He oh, looked to his manager. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> we ain't got date yet. Project dropping January 9th, You know what I'm saying? Oh, deep, deep shit. The, yeah, deeper in the money. Oh, you got Jan- a date? Yeah, January 9th. We're working on like the cover art coming real soon. Okay. You about to get finished. Like, you got a well, few I more yeah, merchandise. Yeah. So, y'all gonna have like a pop up shop? And... Yeah, you got probably, shows. That's a good line. idea. You probably do that. Oh, I just gave y'all yeah. idea. Oh, so idea. I get a check. Yeah, we we definitely got a show coming up. So, you got check and check to that, bro. Uh, <laughs> of course. Of course, you can. You know what I'm saying? So, spread the love and all. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, man, listen, I really like you, bro. Now, let me tell you something about me. I don't lie about artists. Like, if I tell you I like you, I like you. But if I say you corny, you usually is corny. I'm just going to keep it real. You know what I'm saying? But I know you're not corny, so I got a beat for you. Hate it or love it. And I know you're about to kill it. So let's get to it. Uh, Lil' Danny. Let's get it. Uh. Uh. I feel my time coming, I'm focused, my mind running, I'm trapping my line, jumping, praying at the line, pun him. I got a strong stomach, the ticket, the ball sub it, hold on, I got off subject, I just want the blue hunters. I be the glue crutches, these bullets, the new punches, I pick up the glick, tuck it, you ain't taking shit. I ain't no bitch sucker, I die for my click, fuck it, you hated your bitch, love it, you nice, I'ma tip something. I got some heat coming, feet in the street, something. Long as your heart pumping, got give it your all, youngin'. My music's so touching, that shit had your blood rushing, caught up in a lifestyle, took a loss, but I'm still... 
I'm trying to build something That work in the main subject I see tall and kept it going When I felt the rain coming You get some pain from it Stay strong, you a gain from it OG held the game from us I guess that we was for us Uh, let's get it Oh, You got more? Wait Okay. I said, I can't live like your average. I was born as a bastard. Every day we pray to God, but every day we sin it badly. Playing work inside the alley. Fuck the law, man, they can't stop me. How could I ever leave the streets? Streets the only one that got me. I was down, they brought me up. Late nights, I played the cut. Never running from nobody. Wanted war, be like, what's up? We done sold our type of stuff, our type of drugs. All on these streets, it's crazy how we love it. But it ain't no love up in these streets. No, this ain't the way to go. This the only way I know. I'ma get it for my mother, for my sister, for my bro. That being broke, she gotta go. Put my hood up on my shoulders, believe in grinding. I don't luck. Who wasn't looking for no clovers? I just wish her time was over. Still, I stand tall like a soldier. Uh, I said I stand tall like a. Uh, let's get it. Wait. I said I. Uh, before I give up, we gotta get on. I said, these jobs ain't paying the government drawing. I said, I'm trying to move my hood and put them in forums. I said, don't want no basic bitch, cause basic is boring. I said, she gave me brain, I let my dick just explore her head. We've been through pain, man, we done shut thousands of tears. Out my niggas, they my niggas for thousands of years. I lost some niggas to the streets, I'm just glad to be here. Niggas mad that we here, we the ones that they fear. If it's a problem on my block, know the guns to be there. No one on ones over here, we trying to hold in these tears. Struggling all of these gears, I see the top and it's, uh, can't wait to say that we there. Can't wait to say that we made it. Can't wait to say we made it past all of them niggas that hate it. I'ma go down as the greatest. Wait, I be just trying to get money, man. Fuck my newsy neighbors. Wait, let's get it. Let me keep going. What y'all want some more? Man, listen, no, you good, bro. You fucked that joint up. Man, shout out to West Philly. Shout out to Lil Danny. I like everything y'all doing. Keep shining. Keep being great, man. I respect the winners. It's Do Over Hip Hop Podcast. Keep it hip hop. Peace. All right, it's your boy DJ Bugsy, Door for Hip Hop Podcast, Indie Artist Spotlight, man. When I tell y'all Jersey is in the building, mm-hmm. this brother needs no introduction. He actually is starting to get back into the culture, back into being an artist. He reached out to me, man, on Door for Hip Hop Pod. Make sure you follow the movement. He hit me in the DM. He represented New Jersey. His name is Bezos. Welcome to the podcast, bro. <laughs> you fucked the name up, yeah? Oh, I did? Yeah, yeah, it's Bassino. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, nah, it's all good. It's all good. I mean, if you want to redo it, you can. <laughs> Yo, yeah, I look. Yeah. I fuck everybody name up uh-huh. since day one. Nah, Basil Sarkar. I'm gonna have to use that one. So now. say yeah. your name one more time. It's Bassino. Bassino. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because you know what? I, I listen. Honestly, <laughs> I understand why you say it the way you because mm-hmm. you Italian, correct? Yeah, yeah, Sicilian. Yeah, Sicilian. Mm-hmm. So listen, I gotta bring my Sicilianness tonight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying on this podcast? I, I don't. This is all new to me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is the first time me interviewing someone that was for full, fully Sicilian. For sure, for sure. Yeah. So I'm glad we interviewing you because I want to dig into your roots for because sure. you told me you had a story. Mm-hmm. And you told me why you stopped and mm-hmm. why you started doing So let's yeah. go back to the beginning of, of your career and when it all started. Even even giving us a little bit of your so, family uh, roots. So you, so you mean a career as, a, as an artist? As an artist, but more importantly, mm-hmm. how you came up. In the game. Okay, 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 cool. So let me think. Uh, yeah, it's a long, it's a long way. Well, man. try to try to try <laughs> now, to. Mom, I got you. I'm gonna chop it up for you now. So, um, mm-hmm. hip hop. Let me think of it like that. You know what I mean? I'm gonna rephrase the question a little bit. You know what I mean? Starting from how I learned about music, just in general. Mm-hmm. So my mother, she used to be part of a church. Okay, you know what I'm saying she used to sing with her friends. She had two friends that she used to sing with a lot. You know what I mean? So music kind of just been around for a long time. That was before I was born, you know what I'm saying? And then, mm-hmm. as I was born, 
know what I mean? She brought music into my life slowly, gradually, you know what I mean? Just by singing to us, you know what I mean? Just shit like that. Yeah. And she played the bass, she played the guitar, you know what I mean? She had people always kind of around us and just music was kind of always a thing for us. So, okay. um, you know what I mean? I, it's like you either got it or you don't, you know what I'm saying? Some That's people, you know what I mean? Some people either do fucking skateboard tricks, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. you got dudes who can make music, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I'm one of the dudes that can make music. You ain't gonna okay. catch me on no skateboard, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 yeah, but uh, problem, nah, nah, but um, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> uh-huh. so yeah, my mom, my mom used to do that. She okay, was, you know what I mean? Sing to us all the time. It's just shit like that. You know? Yeah. And then, uh, sooner or later, as mm-hmm. growing up, um, you know what I mean? My brother. My oldest brother Phil, you know what I'm saying? He uh he was kind of on some hip hop. She used to listen to Eminem, Fifty Cent, just stuff like that. Yeah. So that kind of like brought it into fruition for me. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. just as a child listening to that stuff. You know, I me mean? being on bass, me had all the cool lights. You know what I mean? Yeah. Smoking, drinking, whatever it was, and I was just interested in that shit. You know what I mean? And uh, he used to rap, bust rhymes a little Your brother? bit. Brother, yeah, my older brother. Yeah, so Phil. Yeah. shout out to Phil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, for sure, definitely shout out to to, uh, to the older brother. You know what I mean? So. Uh, yeah, so he put us on, or mm-hmm. he put me on to that. Right. And bro, I never knew I was gonna be writing music, but it was just something I was so interested in. Actually, look, this is my first time doing a podcast, so I might be all over the place. You know what no, I mean? so, do your so thing, because yeah. I want to yeah. really know your story. Because you told me you had these stories, so I want to learn about. Yeah, nah, it. It, it it gets pretty crazy if I got it down packed. Like I said, I didn't write none of this shit that should come off the head. You know what I mean, so uh, so let me rewind back a little bit. You know, when I was eight years old, I had learned how to play a guitar. Really? You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, because my mom, like I said, my mom had to play the guitar. Right. She played the bass or whatever. And uh, we had some people who would come in and out of the house, you know what I'm saying? And they and they could play the guitar a little bit, just shit like that. You know what I mean? That, that's the kind of music that we had going in and, out, in and out of the crib. Okay. We had fucking Led Zeppelin, um, mm-hmm. Jimi Hendrix, just shit like that. You know what I mean? And yeah. I always liked to strum with the guitar. So I remember when I was young, I was eight years old, picked up the guitar and just started strumming. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. uh, this guy, Jeremy, came over and he was like, hey, yo. He's like, let me teach you how to play some chords and stuff. So I teach him how to play the chords, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. he wanted me to play these these songs that I never heard or never listened to or never played in my entire life. And mm-hmm. to me, it was just too complicated, you know what I mean? So as a kid, I would take the guitar, mm-hmm. go to my room, try right. to make my own music. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I would strum the guitar to my own ways, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just trying to find something that could, you know what I mean? I guess, touch me in a, in a certain way, you know what I mean? Soulfully. Yeah, soulfully. I mean? Yeah, so. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But it wasn't enough. You know what I mean? I kind of wanted to use my voice too. I couldn't sing and play the guitar at the same time. I wasn't that like. You wasn't on no John Legend shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, hell, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, well, I wish Robin I could. I, I, yeah, I wish I could. Man. Mm-hmm. Right. I could sing a little bit. I got it from my mama. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you that. I, <laughs> shout out to my mama real quick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for, she she can sing her ass right. off for sure. I'll give her that. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah. So uh, I remember I heard hip hop for the first time. Okay. I mean, it was Big L. Ooh, you know what I mean? Nas. Rest in peace. Yeah, Nas. Definitely, right. definitely. Nas. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The Jay-Zs, the Cool G raps. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All those guys, you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, and that shit was just like mentally attractive to me. The fact that they can express themselves on a beat mm-hmm. and do it with flow and just like grittiness. You know what I'm saying? And shit like that kind of like, I don't, I don't know. That shit woken something up in me. You know what I'm saying? So I remember just... Just beating on the joint on, on the table, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I had my brother do it for me with the pencil and shit. And I would just do stupid ass rhymes. You know what I mean? I don't know what the fuck I was saying. Ball, wall, fall, like whatever. You know what I mean? Just whatever came to your mind. You know what I'm saying? When you was right. a kid. You know I mean, you didn't really have much to talk about. You wasn't paying attention to shit like that at the time. So yeah. but yeah, so that's that's kind of how it came. And then, you know what I mean? I'm, my older brother Phil, you know what I mean? He moved from the crib and he had got some speakers, some microphones, because he was doing his music thing. He he kind of was interested in it too. Right. And I remember coming to him, I'm like, yo, bro, like. I wrote some music. 
Right. So I want to record something. I remember we recorded a song for the first time. I think I was like 12 or 13. Mm. That shit was ass, bro. I ain't gonna lie. That shit was absolutely trash. You know what I mean? But I mean, you was a kid. You, you know was mean? a kid. You ain't yeah, know. Yeah, 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 but like it was just being around, being in front of the mic and putting the headphones on. Just, you know what I mean? It just brought something to me. So, you know what I mean? Um, just grew up from that, kept writing music or whatever, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then, I mean, we can get we can get deep, you know what I mean? Because I, I, cut, I cut the music off, you know what I mean? For a while. Yeah, so I want you to mm-hmm. talk about that part of your life. Where you kind of like say, all right, music cool, yeah. but I want to take this other route because I remember you shedding a little bit of light on that, mm-hmm. the street shit. So yeah, yeah, talk yep, about that. Yep. Let's go into that, man. Okay, so um, so I used to live in this small little town in New Jersey, Jer- in New Jersey, yep, called Riverside. Okay, small little town. I mean, it's like a mile, a mile each side, like that. It's such a small spot. You know I mean, everybody know everybody. Okay, but you know, what I mean, it had its pros and cons though. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't no crazy murders or killings or any of that type of shit going on out there, but it was a dope epidemic, you know what I'm saying? Okay. A lot of people was doing dope, a lot of people was overdosing. So, you know what I mean? We also had the the river line, the train, you know what I mean? People coming from Canada, coming from Philly and moving in. Yeah. Creating shit, you know what I'm saying? So right. there was a lot, there was a lot of things going on out there. People was overdosing on benches, just shit like that. So it's like a, it's like a, it was like a really fucked up. Like town for a while, you know what I mean. So wow. that's why when people ask me where I'm from, I tell them I'm from Pensacola or from Camden because I mean I also grew up in those areas as well. But I don't really right like telling people that I'm from this small little town called Riverside because when you think of Riverside, you know what I mean. For the people who do know, it's a dope fiend town. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know what I mean. No offense to nobody who live out there. You know what I mean, I used to live out there. You know what I mean. But yeah. it's like it's facts, and anybody could tell you that shit's facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how it is. I know a lot of my friends, a lot of my homies, a lot of people that I know right. have died doing this shit. I mean, I so happened to be the guy that didn't do that shit. You know what I'm saying? You didn't do it. Hell no. I wasn't trying to do no dope, none of that shit. I mean, don't get me wrong. You had your times and points where you would pop your perk or you pop your zany or you yeah. drink or you smoke or something. You know what I mean? I mean, everybody's done that before, but if you let it consume you and take right. a hold of your life, you know what I mean? You end up dead. You know what I'm saying? So, Facts. You know what I mean? So, uh, and that happened to one of my friends, one of my one of my really good friends. You know what I mean? Her name was Angel. Rest in peace, Angel. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that was my, mm-hmm. my sister. You know what I mean? We had family pictures with her. We've done everything with her. You know what I mean? She went to rehab, mm-hmm. came back to the same town, and that shit swallowed up, bro. You know what I mean? So. And how old was she? Uh, 24. She died at 24? Yep. yep. Mommy and my cousin, Danielle. Rest in peace to her. Mm-hmm. She died of an old day. Yeah, rest 27. In peace. Yeah, so that, so that, that shit kind of like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Honestly, she was she was so popular in that town, like everybody fucked with her, you know what I mean? When that shit happened, mm-hmm. everybody was quiet. Everybody was silent. You know what I mean? Everybody was like, damn, that's crazy. I remember right. going to a funeral and some of her friends that was there was nodding out. Because they was on. Yeah, I was ready to drag the motherfuckers right out the right out the jaw. I was like, that 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 was disrespectful to me because I was I was in my emotions, you know what I'm saying? I was my yeah. people's, you know what I mean? So when I was there, I was like, damn, like it's crazy. I hugged the moms, I knew her pops, right. my sister knew her whole family, you know what I mean? So it was like, it was really that that shit just kind of wake you up, like damn, like, right? You know what I mean? This this is bad. It's yeah. worse than you think it is, when, especially when it kills somebody that's close to you. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's the wake up call. Facts. So that's when when that happened. I was like, bro, I gotta I gotta leave. Mm-hmm. I can't be in this town no more. I don't want to be around this shit no more. You know what I mean? I was constantly in and out of Riverside anyway. My sister, she uh, mm-hmm. she had moved to Philly. You know what I mean? Right. She lived in Kensington. You know what I mean? North, uh, 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 what is that? Northeast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. By Allegheny. Right. Kensington Ave and all that shit, you know what I'm saying? So I used to go back and forth to her house. Okay. Over there and back to Riverside. Da, 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 da. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just shit like that. So, you know what I mean? I was able to find ways to get out. But then 
you go out to Kensington, you got shit going on out there too. You know what I mean? And then right. you come back to Riverside and you you seeing all this shit and like you know what I mean you don't you don't really know how to act. There's no guidance in that, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So right. uh so that's pretty much how that went. But uh mm. I mean I'm just talking now, but I kinda lost track of <laughs> No, you good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got a question for mm-hmm. you though. Cause I know you talked about how Fifty Cent and Eminem was such an influential in your life as far as hip hop. Well, yeah, no, nah, go ahead, go ahead, my fault. What I want to know from you, cause a lot of people in the culture believe that Eminem is a culture vulture. Mm-hmm. They believe that white people have to have an invitation in hip hop. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on that? Even down to the Sicilians not really believing <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. A a a a an Italian woman should date a black man. You seen it in Jungle Fever. Mm-hmm. How was you raised as a as a white Sicilian man when it pertains to the black man? Even though you love the black culture, I know that's like a double okay. triple question. But no no no, that's actually a fantastic question. Um, honestly, bro, we didn't look at color. We didn't look at race. We didn't look at any of that type of shit. You know okay, what I'm like it was more like. You know what I mean? Get it by any means. You know what I mean? Whoever's with you. You know what I mean? We had, bro, some of my best friends are black. You know what I mean? Some of my best friends are white. You know what I mean? Like, I never looked at it like mm-hmm. like that. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Now, 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 when it comes to hip-hop and music, and you can call Eminem culture vulture, and I'll be real with you, like, I listened to Eminem growing up, but I was never really inspired by Eminem. You know what I mean? I was more inspired by the Nas's and by the... And by the 50 cents, I guess you could say in the Jay-Z's and the Cool G Raz and Big L's and shit like Thank that. You. Thank not you. Not for sure. But the, and, and not, the right. reason why I say that though is because they I'm not from New York. Right. But they said they they would say things that I could like relate. understand and I could relate to. And now I can I can I can grasp. And I'm like, damn, bro, like I really feel what this dude's saying. You know what right. I mean? Right. I understand it. And that, that's a whole nother level of shit. Like you can relate to it, but I mean, if you really truly understand what they're talking about. You know what I mean? It, it's it's just a whole nother level of, you know what I mean, spiritual whatever it is. You, you, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Fact, it's it's yeah. hip-hop, bro. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, right. And shit like that, bro. When I used to listen to Nas and them like that, bro, I was I still listen to Nas now. You know what I mean? But yeah. it just, it still touches something in me. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, fuck, bro. I love this dude. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, I need him. Right, yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Facts, yeah, yeah, facts. So, Shout out to Nas, mm-hmm. man. He doing so much right now with Mass Appeal. Mm-hmm. He just dropped a documentary. Shout out to Ralph McDaniel's video music box documentary is amazing. If you for haven't sure, seen sure. it, please go to Showtime app. Go whatever you stream it. Watch that. Yeah, go wanna, watch yeah. it. It's amazing. He's I doing a lot of amazing that, stuff. Yeah. He actually did a Rick James one too. Mm. So I go check got, it out, Matt. I actually Nas just started recently right watching now. the uh, the Wu Tang. Oh Wu-Tang yeah. Wu-Tang. Oh my that god. That shit's fire, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't because I, oh, I I listen to Wu Tang too. You know? yeah, I fuck absolutely. with Wu Tang for sure. You know what I mean? But I never knew their actual background story. Right. So it's kind of dope to see, like, the trials and the tribulations of right. everything that they had to go through to be who they are now. Facts. You know what I mean? Or who they was. You who know they what I mean? was, so, yeah. yeah. But do you think white people have to have an invitation in hip-hop or you feel like talent and whatever you bring to the game should be automatically inviting into the culture? Yeah, that's a fantastic question again, brother. You know what I'm saying? Nah, but, yo, I'm, I'm going to be real with you. Nah, I don't, I don't think anybody should have an invitation on mm-hmm. music, right? You know what I'm saying. I mean, you got you got your guys from back in the day. You know what I mean? Who who made music, right? And, and, and they wasn't necessarily, you know what I mean, black, right? You know what I mean? But I mean, I I, I can definitely say that hip hop is is a black culture thing, though, for sure. You Facts. know what I mean? And it's 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 represented, bro. Yeah. Right? Look look at all the best hip hop artists that ever was, bro. Right. Besides Eminem, everybody else, else black, black. You know what I mean? So like, and it, it bro. 
I never looked at it like, mm-hmm. holy shit, like these guys are black. You know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> yeah. nah, I, I, it's not like that. Like I look right. at these, I, I look at Nas and them like normal people. You know what I'm right. saying? I yeah. would shake their hand and show them love just like I would anybody else if if, if they deserved it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. yeah, I don't I don't look at it like that, bro. I never I have. You know what I mean? But yeah. it, but it really it, it is a black culture thing though. For oh, sure. Fact, you know what for I mean? sure. If, I'll, if I'll anybody got anytime, needed second bro. guessing or thinking, yeah, for sure. Right. But it, it, I, it doesn't. It doesn't throw off mm-hmm. a lighter artist, though. It doesn't throw off a, no, a, a Drake. A, 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 yeah, yeah. It, does, it doesn't, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. I mean, Drake is great. You know what I mean? He, he's a great artist. You know what I mean? I mean, he doesn't... I mean, he touches everybody, bro. He got something he for everybody. Yeah, he got he something for everybody. everybody. I ain't gonna lie. There, there's a few songs out here. I'm like, damn, Drake, you really... You really got me that time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, there, but there is some songs I'm like, Drake, like, what the fuck is this shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I win that highline bling. Like... My hotline ain't blinging, bro. The f- <laughs> My phone be dry as hell sometimes, bro. You know what I mean? Get seven likes on your haircut picture, bro. That shit be crazy as hell. Oh, yeah. Man. So I forgot. Mm-hmm. Before I get into my debate question, I do want to touch on the barber culture. Mm-hmm. Because y'all debate in the barber that's about hip hop all the time. That's a whole other level of shit right there, too. You know what I'm saying? It can come, you can right. add that to the black culture as well if you want to. You know what I'm saying? But it's yeah. also an Italian thing, too, though. You know what I mean? People don't be knowing that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Italians came up coming cutting hair, too. We Facts. Always, there was always the guys in the barbershop that was cutting the mob cats. You know what I mean? Yeah. Motherfucker from the mob people with somebody coming in and blow his head off right getting his hair cut. Man, <laughs> ain't letting pay for that shit. <laughs> I know yeah, that motherfucker digging in his pocket trying to get the money. Like, hey, three bucks for them haircuts back in the day, but yeah. I mean, this shit's fifty dollars now, bro. You know what I mean? I'm definitely digging in your pocket. Somebody come blast your shit. <laughs> that Yo, shit, man, you crazy. So I got one debate question before we go, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna give you my top five, and I'm gonna break down why. Mm-hmm. So top five Philly artists, biggest buzz before, sign, and after, and I'm gonna go with number five is Freeway. Mm. Um, and the reason why, because all the shit he did with the Hot 97 freestyles, and then just him bubbling with the Cassidy Babble, even though he lost, mm-hmm. he still be- had a crazy buzz. Yeah. All the shit he did with Clue mixtapes, the shit he did with Beans, that's why he's number five. Number four is Cassidy. We already know what Cassidy mm-hmm. did to the DVD era and the battle era. You talking from an underground street level, right? No, I'm going to get to the, the mainstream. To the we ain't okay, get okay. to the mainstream yet. <laughs> so I got Cassie number four. Number three is Beans. Mm-hmm. We already mm-hmm. know what Beans did with the best of Beanie. Shout out to Cosmic Cav. For sure. But that was one mixtape. And I felt like Beans had opportunities to do a little bit more before he got signed. But because he was just in his bag the way he was, he didn't. Mm-hmm. That's why number two is Eve. Because I feel like when you look at Eve, Eve's trajectory, fuck with Eve heavy, bro. getting signed to Dr. Mm-hmm. Dre first, mm-hmm. Leaving LA, that didn't work. Then getting with D and Y being Rough Rider's first female. Mm. Let's not forget her coming from King and banging down just like you did with mm. the beats and all the shit mm. at the lunchtime. And then her little episodes at Night on Broadway when she was a stripper. Mm-hmm. She came a long way, mm-hmm. is basically what I'm saying. And she was going head to toe with DMX and the locks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you said Love is Blind and just it, <laughs> like, who? Number one is Meek Mill. For me, because yeah, sure. Meek Mill did a lot of groundwork before he got signed. Yeah, All those definitely. flamers, you know rough, what I mean? Hottest in the rugged. city. Yeah, rough and rugged. Now you know what I mean? Rose Red. Yeah. Then he got, got Rick Ross and T.I. to jump on the remix before T.I. got booked mm-hmm. with the guns. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just, bro, it, it just was crazy. He was getting like 6K, 10K a show before he even met Rick Ross. For sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to DJ Difference. So that's my top five. But I want to know, you don't got to give me a five, but just who would you think 
was like somebody that was buzzing before and after they got signed to you? If I it's mean, not I'm, nobody I'm, on that I'm, list. I mean, I'm gonna have to agree with your list, to be honest with you. I mean, that's that that's that's a good top five right there. I mean, especially right. all coming out from Philly. Every all each of them is from Philly. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. that's a really good uh good one. Right. But yeah, definitely Meek's got God, number he's one. gotta be number one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, coming up, coming up the way he did, bro. You know what I mean? Battling everybody, rough and rugged, right. shirts all fucked up, <laughs> nappy headed boy, you know what I mean? Just out there just getting busy, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Getting busy. And then look at him now. One of the biggest inspirations I ever came out of Philly, bro. That's a fact. That's insane, bro. I mean, I, I, <laughs> he I, said I, that's I, insane. Yeah, I look at shit like that, that though. You know what I mean? I, yeah. Bro, I grew up listening to the Flamers. Right. You know what I mean? Watching his battle, uh, his battle raps and shit going on YouTube. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Looking for that. And bro, I mean, he he was intriguing too. You know what I mean? I, right. lo- I looked up to Meek growing up. You know what I mean for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's definitely top for sure. For sure, for sure. But yo, I don't I don't know if you if if you search my Instagram or nothing like that. You know what I mean? But I'm a, I'm a rough rider myself. Oh, for real? Yeah, for the bike for the bike club. Oh shit! Big Damn. bad Burlington, yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so and you, you know and look <laughs> look look and uh-huh. you know DMX birthday today. Yes, sir. It's my brother's birthday today too. Rest in peace, my brother. Man. You know what I'm saying? Phil? Rest in peace to X as well. Nah, nah, nah. Paul, my my little brother, Paulie. Yeah. What happened to Paulie? Uh, he got into a bike accident. Oh, for real? Mm. Damn. Yeah, yeah, Rest so in it. peace to Paulie. Yes, man. sir. Yes, sir. But uh, yeah, it's it, yeah, it's cra- it's crazy though. You know what I mean? How, that uh, you brought up Eve or whatever. What? Right. First Rough Rider, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, man, I got to say that. You know what I mean? I got to put it in there. But uh, yeah, Rough Riders, man, Big Bad Brownson. You know okay, saying? yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Yes, sir. So DMX really touched a lot of people, man, especially when it comes sure. to the bikes. I, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know what I mean? Dude, there's so much shit that we can talk about, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I, I grew up listening to X, too. Right. You know what I mean, I, I, I love X, bro. That was my, That was my fucking guy, bro. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, man. I miss we had, that we had a We had a whole... Um, we had like a whole... Uh, what do you call that? Where you let where you let the balloons go? Mm-hmm. Oh you know yeah, I mean? the balloons when he yeah, died. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We all we all did that. Me right. and my whole me and my whole chapter we came together. Right. You know what I mean, went to a park and just you know what I mean, said a prayer, did the anthem. You know what right. I mean, just shit like that. So you know what I mean. Now what I want to ask you before we go, because I always looked at people that ride bikes. Y'all are some brave motherfuckers. Oh, number yeah. one, but number two, when your brother got into that accident, did that make you kind of like say, damn? I love bikes, but I mean, nah. I'll be real with you. That shit made me go a little faster, bro. For real? Oh yeah, definitely, bro. That shit. I mean, it, it hit. It hit hard. You know what I'm saying? Um, Damn. Yeah. Can we talk a little more about more shit? Like, do we got time for that? Well, not. Well, we whatever. Go where you gonna go? Okay. Okay. Go where you okay, gonna so go? Love, and then love. we because we about so to love, wrap it up. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say it like this. So, mm-hmm. 17, 16, 17, and 18. Mm-hmm. Those are my ages. That's when I was really. Embracing the music, okay. writing a lot. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. I used to work at this barber shop called Ike's. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And this was mainly like, I mean, this is all this is all black clientele, bro. You know what I okay. mean? Okay. Yeah. Like, just sticking with the culture, whatever it was. So right. I was only doing flat tops. You know what I mean? Afros, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my my homie had his, had his son. Right. Uh, he was from Philly. His name okay. is Fees G's. You know what I mean? That's my homie right there. Um. Came through one time. He was like, "Yeah, my pop told me that you be rapping or whatever." Well, he's like, yeah, "Let me hear something." Took yeah. to the back, busted a rhyme real quick, and I mean, he was like, "Yo, I want you to come to the show with me." It's called the Let Out. I don't know if y'all heard the Let Out in Philly or whatever. Yeah, I yeah, heard of the Let Out. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah, that was yeah. big. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I did a performance over there one time. There was about maybe 50, 60 people there, bro. And I performed for the very first time in my entire life ever going there, and it was fucking nerve wracking as hell, bro. I didn't know what the hell I was going to do. I was up there, I was looking at all these people. I was like, I can't believe I'm about to do this. But as soon as the beat dropped, got in tune. Bust my did my whole oh, thing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and uh, 
I got an encore. Everybody wanted me to keep doing it, keep going. Damn. I mean, they just like my performance or whatever. So there was this dude that came over to me. His name was Mike. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, man, I got this management label thing called True 7. You know what I mean? I want you to be a part of that. You know what I mean? Take my number down. We'll talk more about it. Right. So I ended up becoming a part of this, this unit of other artists, my, my boy Fees G's, me, my other boy Bino Rise, mm-hmm. Jimmy Dodd, a whole bunch of other cats, that, you know what I mean? We was all rapping together. We was going all over Philly. It was the the Voltage Lounge, oh, yeah, out, the 1800 right. Club. I don't know, that, that yeah. shit's not even there no more, but no, it's not. yeah, yeah, we used to do that shit though. Mm-hmm. Perform all over. Right. And um, that's kind of like how I really became an artist, artist. actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I never had a name, rap name, or none of that shit. My, my rap name used to be Classic G. <laughs> yeah, I mean, cause I didn't really have a name, but I fuck with the classic hip hop so crazy. You know what I'm saying so. Yeah, so you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I like it though. Mm-hmm. So I was going. I, yeah, yeah. We was going to every. We was going to every venue we possibly could to perform. You know what yeah. I mean. Drop, made a mixtape, made songs, just did all that type of shit. But mm-hmm. all in the midst of it though, my little brother Paulie, mm-hmm. my little brother Paulie. You know what I mean. He 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 supported me crazy. Right. Like he fuck with my music heavy. He knew. Every word, every fucking word to these. You know, I, uh, that, but you know how many times you gotta listen to a song to remember every word. Man. You know I mean, so he was like truly into my shit, and I didn't even, I didn't even pay attention to it. Like I'm so caught up in my own life, you know what I mean? So yeah, and uh, yeah, that shit yeah. crazy. Yeah, I remember. So, you know, so let me ask you a question. So, you kind of like took a break from music, and then, like I said, th- that's life. That single is kind of old, yeah. but now you got the motivation to want to do it even more now. Yeah, yep, yep, yeah. I mean, and what sure. you got coming up for people how I can follow you, but tell me what gave you the motivation to continue the tradition to, to get back I, into it. I would probably have to say, like, you know, what I mean, unfortunately, you know, what I mean, my brother's death. You know, what I mean, it it, it just mm-hmm. made me think, like, fuck, man, like, what am I gonna do to help me cope with this shit? What would he want me to do? You know, what I mean, it's a question that everybody always asks themselves when somebody they love passed. You know, what I mean, what would they want me to do? Right. You know, what I mean, but it was just like. I would pray about it, you know what right. I mean? And then I remember I put on this instrumental and mm-hmm. I just wrote and I couldn't stop writing. Couldn't stop writing. Just kept writing, kept writing, kept writing. You know what I mean? I never recorded that song, but I just wrote it down. I was just like, yeah. bro, I got to get back in the studio. And then after that, you know what I mean? I just got right back into it. I mean, okay. hit up all my connects, Thanks. whoever I knew that was, you know what I mean, recording whatever. Well, unfortunately, my other mm-hmm. uh, engineer, he moved to Florida, so I had to find this other dude, you know what I mean? But we're doing good work and that's who's, he's helped me work on a mixtape right now, so. So when can we expect your new mixtape? I haven't made a date yet. You okay. I mean? I'm a busy dude, bro, because, like, you know, I'm a barber. Barber, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, right. uh, yeah, so, I mean, I'm cutting hair all the damn time. And then I got to <laughs> make time. I'm going to the studio once once a week, every Sunday, trying to record, like, two or three songs. Okay. So I'm going to go there tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I get, like, two or three songs out the way. You know okay. I mean? So sometimes you got to go back and touch them touch up. Touch them up. Shit, yeah, 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 and all that. Mm-hmm. But tell the people how they can follow you, man. Mm-hmm. Your name on social media, how they can get in contact mm-hmm. with you and follow you, bro. For I sure. Um, folks know. I mean, I got to, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you guys just follow me on the Hitman page, though. Hitman underscore RR. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got all my barber shit on there, but I also got music stuff on there as well. Right. Uh, I got my YouTube account under Bassino, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? B-A-S-E-N-O. Mm-hmm. That's actually my last name. You know what I'm saying? Really? My last name is Bassino. Yeah, it's B-A-C-I-N-O, but I changed it, switched it up. I was right. like, fuck it, I'm going to make a stint. Yeah. I mean, for my last name or whatever. That's what's but, up. Um, but yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I wouldn't mind trying to do this shit again one time, you know what I'm saying? Oh, we can come sure. bring you back, man, mm-hmm. when the mixtape come out. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Well, there you have it, man. You know, the Italian stallion is in the building. <laughs> <laughs> the Sicilian god is in the building, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's your boy, DJ Bugsy. Make sure you follow us on Do For Hip Hop Pod. Follow me, DJ Bugsy215. 
follow the, the movement, man. We out here, man. You know, um, episode 100 coming soon. Shout out to my visual, Tatiana. She did her thing tonight, first time doing it with me, man. And um, I appreciate everybody that's been supporting the movement, all the fans, everybody that's been throwing me up. I salute y'all. Keep it hip-hop. Peace.